Actually, guys, can you give me one minute? Can I take that call? Yeah, sure. Absolutely. Mike and I are ready to do this podcast with Gerald, and he walks away. Too big, too important for talking to Mike and I. I get it. It's good to be the Gerald, I guess. But All right, sorry about that. No problem. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Squat Cobbler. This is another episode of the show. I am Dr. Mike at Official Pagan on Everything, and joining me tonight, as always... Hi, everybody. This is Kelly at K-E-L-L-Y-T-H-U-L on Twitter and Instagram. And you know what, Kelly? Before we even get into the topic of tonight's show, and I'm sure it'll be a short show, spoiler alert, that means this is going to go on for hours. Everybody should right now, before we bore you to death... Click like, subscribe, wherever it is that you're watching or listening to this program. Boy, you are getting really good at this. I'm trying. It's an active thing because I listen to so many podcasts. And, of course, they do all this shilling in the beginning, like, like, subscribe, hit notifications for the YouTube side of things. And I'm just like, everybody does this but us. Like, everyone gets it except us. Yeah, we're we're kind of slow learners, that's for sure. <laughs> but you're, you've been big breakthroughs. You're doing great. We're not a part of your system. Yeah. Real real great ground for us to stake out. <laughs> Don't take steps so you can get new subscribers. You know what? Don't listen to us. Fuck you. Like we care. <laughs> yeah. We don't care. Go listen to somebody else. We're just kidding. Seriously, like and subscribe to our show. <laughs> please. 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 Some reviews would be good, too, as long as they're positive. Yeah. So all you killer review commenters, we're not interested in your noise uh but but everybody else please if, if you got something nice to say say it if, if you don't yeah leave some comments make some reviews yeah how hard is that so anyway we we do have a topic for tonight that we're about to get into but first i i think we should share something with the squatties that i don't think we've ever discussed before kelly okay a little while back kelly and i made a video and that video was actually released on amazon amazon's like a small little uh sort of like niche mom and pop market shop it's a smaller version of Tubi kind of thing. <laughs> and they sell some other stuff, too. They, they started off as like a, a little corner bookstore, but they've expanded a little bit. They have some other products and all. I, You know what? I think if you're an investor, you might want to check them out. Who knows what their five-year plan looks like, but I, I have a good feeling about them. Yeah, I think they're public. You'll have to check, but I think so. So we released this this video on the Amazon. And uh, you know how like when you're in these little small mom and pop kind of stores they have like you know editors picks or like managers picks of products and things like that for the week we made one of those sort of lists we were we were actually number one we were the most watched video uh for rock and alternative and the number two most watched overall video on amazon so we were number one on two different charts number two on the big chart for six hours (laughs) (laughs) Doesn't matter, still counts. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> screenshot. <laughs> so. yeah. I got the screenshots. That's all that matters. <laughs> yeah, but, but we we were we were number one. Yeah, and as always, you know, as you might expect, I carried I carried the as with several pagan songs in this. It's it's 
I'm bursty. We've mentioned this before. It's just a little bit, a little bit of me. Boom. Awesomeness. <laughs> well, Kelly, Kelly was actually, he's downplaying it now, but he was a really big part of putting all this together. You know, he, his, he's not only featured in the documentary itself, but he shot a lot of the footage that you see. You hear his voice in different parts. So Kelly was a big part of this. And it's a really, it is a really diverse, there's, there's lots of, there's lots of cool stuff in there. There's Psychotica reunion in Spain. There's pagan world tour stuff. There's snark alec action. Vex, you know, always, always good to have a little Vex uh, in there. Uh, who's just, boy, he is just an amazing screen presence. <laughs> <laughs> I actually, what's, what I love about the Vex scenes in it is that that was not at all planned. In fact, we shot something with Vex that nobody ever saw. <laughs> we shot we were recording with vex so where you see him there um starscream has a place where they rehearse so where you see us there is their like rehearsal space it, it's sort of like this storage place that that vex owns and they rehearse there so we went to starscream vex's band is called starscream and we went to starscream's rehearsal space and we were recording some stuff with vex so we got a lot of footage of him singing along to a pagan song we're like, oh, this is going to be great. This is going to end up in the documentary. Corey had just joined the band around that time. And Corey, even to this day, because we haven't done another like large scale tour since then. And we've been mostly recording. So while he's very involved, he's involved. It's a lot of behind the scenes right now until the next tour. So he did like a little excursion with us. And now he's been mostly like creative mode. We have hours and hours of stuff that we've been recording that's slowly being released. But we're about to head out again, spoiler alert, <laughs> and do a larger scale kind of thing. So he's going to get a real, you know, big taste of the road. But he was gearing up to go on the road with us for the very first time. And that was like one of the first recording sessions with, that he'd ever even been to, let alone with us. So he came out to that and he told Vex, like Vex was asking him, you know, were you in other bands and going over different things? And Vex, as the elder statesman of rock and roll that he is, was like, I'm going to share some words of wisdom with this new, <laughs> young, impressionable man coming into this thing because he found out that Corey was about to come out uh, with us for the first time on the road. So <laughs> he wanted to kind of give him some advice on what it's like being out on the road. And as they started talking and Corey just looked increasingly scared and shell shocked <laughs> developing this thousand yard stare as Vex went on and on, I just pulled my phone out and just started filming them. <laughs> and that became Vex's segment. It's, I mean, it, there are tons of highlights in that formerly number one video, but I, I really do think some of the Vex stuff is, it's magic. It's really great. It really, really is. It was totally unexpected, but I like the way that it worked out. I was able to take slices of that for two different segments, which was good because it helped break up. As Kelly mentioned, Psychotica did their reunion around that time, big show in Spain. And we were always going to put that like dead center of the documentary. But I think without those sort of bookending it, it would bleed together too much, like the pagan footage into the Psychotica footage it really broke it up and made it feel like you're watching different things. It gave it like an actual timeline, in my opinion. You did all the editing on it, and it uh, it's it's really well done. You can consume that, as nature intended it, uh, through streaming services uh, today. You can still go to this uh, niche Amazon site we mentioned. I think you can probably find it with a search on the Google and go to uh, their video section, Our Summer Vacation. I think probably the most successful search would be Pagan, Our Summer Vacation. We'll bring it right to the top of your list, and uh, you can uh, you can consume it that way. If you're a Prime member, you can consume it for free. 
I assume non-Prime members, is it also free? Do you know? So I believe the way that it's set up now, it was always free. Non-Prime members could watch anything that was Prime video before, but just with commercials. I don't think that's available anymore. I think you have to subscribe in some way to Amazon. I don't know like what tier you have to be involved in, whether it's just have an account, subscribe to Prime, subscribe to just the streaming, but you have to have some sort of Amazon login affiliation now. Whereas before anybody could just click on it, you would just get commercials. Which which at some point, much like licenses and identification and all and social security numbers, you'll you everyone will be required to have an Amazon account. So might as well get it over with now. <laughs> yeah. Get it over with just so you can watch our documentary. Well worth the price of admission. Absolutely. And it was number one. Yeah, I'm not sure we mentioned that, but it was number one. <laughs> yeah. We're too humble. We would have brought this up at some earlier point, but we're just too humble how we roll and so you can consume it in uh the streaming format but recently mike shared some additional very exciting information and that's really the whole purpose uh, of tonight's podcast is to give you a little more information on alternative methods to consume this formerly number one content <laughs> i don't like saying formerly formerly yeah we should just, just say <laughs> yeah, yeah number one content number one content <laughs> so a few people over the past a uh, little over a year or more than a year now that it's been out, people have hit me up asking if there was going to be some sort of a physical DVD release. That was never the plan initially. This was something that was actually made for Amazon. Uh, we had posted one of our videos for the song Killing Culture that we did with our friend Carl, who has joined us on Squat Cobbler before. We had posted that on Amazon's streaming platform as well as on YouTube. But it did particular. it did fine on YouTube, but it did particularly well on Amazon. So Amazon was like, hey, got any more of that? (laughs) So this ended up being something that, you know, we knew we were going to go on tour and then things just kept kind of snowballing. You know, Snark stock kind of fell into that. The Snark Alec Radio reunion. Uh, Psychotica was lining up their reunion in Spain. So there's just all this great stuff happening all at the same time. It was like, hey, let's just film this and let's not necessarily say that we're going to put out a documentary because I don't think we announced it until it was pretty far into it. We didn't necessarily say we're going to do a documentary, but in my head, I was like, I'm filming all of this and this is going to turn into something and it's going to be on Amazon. So this was kind of always planned as the rollout for it. And when the questions started coming, not that there was a huge push for a physical copy, because again, most people, as the good Lord intended, stream their their content now. But there was enough to where I contacted Amazon and I was like, hey, there's some people who are interested in a physical DVD. And Amazon does do DVD manufacturing for anyone who doesn't know. The thing with going through them that has kept this from happening, though... And again, we ultimately, while Amazon is the distributor of it, we ultimately own the content. Um, And it is a squat cobbler production, as you see when you put it on in the credits. Uh, So we ultimately own the content in it. Amazon as the distributor did offer to make DVDs, but the price point at which their manuf because again, you know, their manufacturing is going to be, of course, Amazon level manufacturing and product and shipment and all that kind of stuff. Everything done, you know, in their fancy warehouses and all that and stored and it just it costs a certain amount to do that, especially in smaller quantities, to a degree that what we would have to charge for the physical copies of the DVDs didn't make sense, especially when you can essentially stream it for free with you know the cost of your already existing Amazon account for free on Amazon streaming service. So charging a substantial amount to those people who want a physical copy as a collector's item kind of seemed unfair to those people to do something like that and just didn't make sense to us. But, you know, should the apocalypse arrive, which 
probably going to happen. <laughs> Just FYI, <laughs> kind of feels like it. Yeah, at some point, my guess is internet connectivity is going to drop. Uh, there's going to be some difficulty in connecting to your streaming services as the mushroom clouds uh, emerge. However, probably be able to purchase a small generator, do something to generate electricity in your home, and having a physical copy of this major number one production could probably ease your soul during the dark times. We're doing this ultimately for you. We are. So there there will be a physical DVD of our summer vacation. And the way that it's coming about, it was sort of in a really long roundabout way. Because again, Amazon did offer it to us. The price point just didn't make sense for what we'd have to charge you guys. That's nothing against Amazon. It's just the scale of business that they're doing doesn't match the scale of the handful of people that want DVDs. That's really what it comes down to. And so we looked into doing it through our record company. And again, we are signed to Universal, the largest record company in the world. (laughs) Scale, (laughs) people interested in physical copies. So then it was like, okay, well, what about pressing this myself, which we've done before for different things. Uh, For anyone who doesn't know, the Pagan vinyl releases, I press those myself and ship those out myself. That's not done through the record company. And again, that's by choice because scale price point (laughs) so i looked into doing the dvds the problem was though to make it cost effective we would have to do thousands of these dvds and thousands and thousands of you luckily for us have watched this which is what drove it to number one but that's how most people choose to consume it it's not like i was inundated with thousands of email requests for dvds it was a much smaller number so finally we found a place that can do quality dvds for us at a reasonable stock option that we have to keep in stock at a time so these are going to be coming out in fancy kelly's seen the artwork we haven't released the artwork yet fancy new artwork uh with cardboard jackets and everything and fancy dvds in them that will play the documentary in your dvd or blu-ray player and so we don't yet know the specifics on how those copies could move from mike's possession to your possession but we'll we'll sort some of that stuff out and be providing you updates uh, as we can but we did want to kind of make sure we took a opportunity today to say they're coming uh and certainly welcome some of your input too on ideas you might have on on distribution uh as well now there was we talked mike and i were chatting before the show you know there could be there could be a blu-ray option down the road gotta be candid at least the kelly tool footage was not well maybe it was because i've got the awesome android phone maybe it was shot in high def maybe it is super blu-ray friendly i don't know while there might there might not be that full advantage of the crispness that you get uh in blu-ray versus dvd there is certainly this exponential amount of room and content and all that and blu-ray packaging just runs differently than dvd packaging and so if if this were to go blu-ray it's probably a good idea to add some additional content as well i do you have any ideas if there were to be additional content beyond the number one Amazon video, our summer vacation, any ideas, Mike, on what you might want to also add for Blu-ray viewers down the road? Well, I know what everybody's thinking. What possibly more could you add to the number one documentary, our summer vacation? But like Kelly said, so what you run into with Blu-rays versus DVDs is Blu-rays is still, Blu-ray is still a format that is controlled by a couple of companies. Uh, There are specific packaging requirements for Blu-rays still, unlike with DVDs, which were, you know, widely distributed technology and have been out for a long time. We can put the DVDs in cardboard sleeves, which makes shipping extremely cost effective to us and to you guys if you choose to pick one of these up. 
we can ship it to you very cheaply, which allows us to keep the cost of these DVDs very low. So you'll be able to add this to your collection and have a physical copy you can hold in your hands with some fancy artwork and all that good stuff and a pretty disc and everything uh, for very cheap. So the thing with Blu-rays, obviously Blu-rays are going to cost us more money. And because they are going to be shipped in Blu-ray cases, that adds to the shipping cost as well. We're not talking like $30 or anything like that, but it'll be significantly more expensive than the DVD. And again, these are very low price points. I can't talk about the exact prices just yet, but these are very low price points. These aren't going to be like buying DVDs or Blu-rays in a store. But at the higher price point, I would like to add something to it. So one of the things I was thinking about, and we can discuss it on here, at one point, our summer vacation was almost longer. So, and I don't mean just from the footage shot. So the 12 minutes that you see is cut down from I my rough assembly of all the footage that I liked was six hours. So <laughs> there is no six hour director's cut. I'm just talking about all the footage that like, okay, we're going to use some of this, some of this, just throw it all, see what we're looking at and start paring it down. So that 12 hours was paired out of ultimately that 12 minutes was paired out of six hours of footage. So there is a lot of extra footage. I'm not necessarily talking about throwing all that footage in, though. But at the end, a big decision that I had to make during the final editing was what the length of this was going to be. And luckily, I think we hit on the perfect length. It's tough when you're trying to get somebody to watch your videos when there's YouTube, Amazon, Netflix, all this. There's just so much content that's available to everyone and not enough time. You don't want it to be too short. You want to give people their, their time's worth. But at the same time, you don't want to throw something at them that's hours long where they're going to pass on it just because they don't have the time to invest in it. And I think as evidenced by our, our two number ones and a number two position off of this, uh, we found the right length for streaming at 12 minutes. It was perfect. We gave people a lot of content that I feel like we were able to stuff in that 12 minutes, but we didn't overstay our welcome. People watched it. People are still watching it. It is still on the Amazon charts over a year after it's released nowhere near the top position <laughs> we stay in like the 20s and 30s now but it stayed there and people still can cons- are consistently watching this every week which is great but at one point it was a little bit longer because between the segments i had put music videos in there and that pushed it to like more closer to the 20 minute range and i decided not to do that which proved to be the correct move for streaming purposes, but possibly for the Blu-ray, maybe I should put those back in. What do you think, Kelly? I like it. I think that, I think that would be good. I think uh, the video content that the videos that you chose uh, ultimately not to put in uh, would be would be really cool additional content. And then I think maybe some with some pruning <laughs> as you go through the six hours of content. Say here's some other raw. Here's here's some of the stuff that didn't didn't quite make the cut but might be interesting as well. So, you know, get some of the, the other trim footage would be good as well. What I, what I would love to do, uh, is, uh, the, uh, the, the director voiceover thing, (laughs) you know, where there's, you can do the audio commentary. Uh, I would love to record, uh, an audio commentary track with you (laughs) over, uh, the original, our summer vacation, 12 minute version on that, because spoiler alert, uh, for the the number of segments where I'm not present, which is the majority of it, uh, there'll be a lot of "Don't care, where am I at?" <laughs> Bring it on, <laughs> you know. <laughs> and uh, you could talk about you know the actual interesting things about it, but I'll be I'll be just biding my time till more me. <laughs> and we actually did record some of that stuff. 
Like we did record some commentary esque stuff to do something like that at some point. But maybe it'd be good to go back and record some more now that we have perspective. Because at the time we were recording that, it had just come out or maybe it didn't even come out yet. It definitely wasn't number one. So (laughs) we have the perspective of a lot of people watched this and liked it. Yeah, I think that that could be that could be fun. Now, that's obviously I think from a true addition of additional content. uh, Sorry for the redundancy there. But the I think the videos and some of the footage that didn't quite make it, I think people would find interesting. Definitely. So, I mean, there is the possibility of adding plenty of extra content to this Blu-ray if there's interest out there from the squaddies in getting a Blu-ray edition of this. So that was some of the main points uh, for tonight. We're, we're, we're about to embark on a tangent, uh, but I want to make sure we button up anything else we have here. Uh, so process is in place. Work is occurring. There will be a DVD copy soon. Stay tuned. We'll give you more information on how you might get your hands on that. Love your input on some of the, the Blu-ray stuff. We're looking to probably want to add some additional content. We've kind of outlined some ideas. If you've got other ideas, that would be great to hear. Anything else you want to kind of add on this part, Mike? No, I think you really hit everything. I mean, ultimately, like at the very least, you know, Kelly and I are going to have Blu-rays for ourselves. But, you know, if you guys want Blu-rays, tell us what you want. We have to just by the nature of the beast charge a little bit more for them. So we have no problem putting additional content on there. So it's for you guys. So tell us what you want on there. Well, and and obviously this podcast would be (laughs) this particular podcast would be another nice addition to the Blu-ray. So. There you go. Efficiency. <laughs> so ready for the tangent? I'm always ready for a good tangent, sir. All right. So um, we're in October. For those of you familiar with the long legacy of Mike and Kelly related podcasting activities, whether it was through uh, Sconarcolic Radio or just other activities, on occasion there have been holiday specials, either Christmas specials or what has always gone over particularly well is we've had a couple of Halloween specials and uh, it's coming up on that time of year. Mike and I haven't, we did not discuss this in advance, but there's been a rumbling in the snark Alley community where they really enjoyed the Netflix live tweet sync that we did for staged killer featuring the awesome Nikki Bilderback. And I think she's awesomer. I think she's awesomer, awesomer. Yeah, so uh, one moment on that. So I, I will ask that you, there is absolutely zero need for anyone to report me <laughs> to to Twitter <laughs> or to Instagram or to Facebook. around. It appears that this guy's harassing Nikki Bilderback <laughs> because it might look like that on the surface, but but it's fine. So, so that's what stalkers say. That's fine. You know, it's okay. She's cool with it. Uh, so don't report me. But I'm, I'm finding it scary how remarkably it easy it is to bilge out stalker has comments to Nikki, and she's such a good sport about it. But every once in a while, I'm like, going, man, I bet you I'm going to get reported here sometime soon, or some white knight's going to come charging in saying, Nikki, do you need me to take care of this guy for you or something? But, <laughs> But she's such a good sport about it. But the stage killer live tweet went awesome. And there's an interest in the Snark Alec community, the crew that loved watching the bad sci-fi movies, to do something like that again. And so that folks have been kind of talking about that. It just kind of occurred to me what actually might be kind of cool is rather than do a standalone Halloween show this year, maybe you and I host another uh, live tweet uh, sync type of thing. 
some of the Snark Alex uh, don't have Netflix, although a vast majority did because it worked out great when we did Stage Killer. So we might want to do it off a YouTube video, but basically follow the same model to identify a time, kind of get everybody collected together and say, okay, everybody needs to hit play at this time. And then we can basically watch something on YouTube together and do a, a uh, live tweet sync and we can look to connect it as much as we want to to the ho- the uh, Halloween theme on that. I I don't think there's a YouTube version of Evil Bong, if that's... Is there? Um, Not for free for watching, no. I believe you could rent it on YouTube, but no. Yep, so we'll have to maybe dig a little bit more, but what do you, what do you think about for... Because it would be nice... To, we, we've been talking about, hey, it would be kind of nice to do something special for around the Halloween time frame. I know some of our buddies, like Christina Bach from Two-Headed Shark Attack, major Halloween fan, Rebecca Kennedy from Law & Order Recreational Vehicle uh, and all those types of things. She's a big fan of uh, Halloween stuff as well. So I think we could get some, some fun folks to join us. Uh, but what do you think about us trying to do the Halloween show around another live tweet? Oh, I think it's a great idea. I loved doing that tweet sync. Yeah, and it's, it's not that hard. It is doing some promotion in advance, kind of you know hurting the cats a little bit, saying, everybody get together around 8 Although we had some trouble because Gerald Webb apparently struggles with time zones even more than I do. And so there was some confusion there. But uh, we should be able to kind of get it out so everybody knows, hey, get together there. We'll all start talking on Twitter a little bit. Uh, let's say 8 o'clock Central Time, we, we all get together. We all get ready. And then like then at 8.15, it's go time. We start Everybody starts their video, and we, we start to have some fun on Twitter. So... Be interested again in the Squatty's input on that as well. Uh, we'll keep talking to the, the the Snark Alex, our crew from Snark Alex Radio, that we're we're big bad science fiction movie fans, and uh, maybe Mike and I will kind of sort out how that'll work out. Uh, visit with Mister Webb a little bit, see if he's got some ideas, and uh, we'll we can we can maybe look to do that. Sounds good. Did you have any specific film in mind? I don't uh, right now. I mean, I'm going to have to look and see what's kind of available on YouTube. There are a ton. If you go back to, like, uh, I think uh, The Terror of Spider Island was something that uh, uh, Mystery Science Theater 3000 had done some amazing things on. That's a movie that really lends itself to that. But since they kind of covered it really well, maybe something something different. So, again, it's something else we're open to. But I think finding something, particularly since YouTube is chocked full of 50s and 60s bad science fiction movies, we can find something. I have to think that Plan 9 from Outer Space is available on YouTube in full form. That would always be, that's a fun, that's a fun watch. So I am a huge Ed Wood fan. Yeah. Uh, and uh, Mr. Depp, Johnny Depp's uh, portrayal of Ed Wood in the movie Ed Wood is outstanding. Uh, super fun. I'm a big, I've got a nice DVD uh, collector set of the Ed Wood, some of the Ed Wood catalog. So maybe an Ed Wood movie might be good. Any other ideas you have, Mike, for what might be good content? Um, I think an Ed Wood movie would be great. It's just a shame it's not available on any streaming services, but obviously Faces of Snuff seems like one everybody could gather around the family for. Yeah, that'd be fun family viewing. Yeah, so we we might lose a few of our friends. (laughs) (laughs) Like actual real-life friends. Yes, Yeah. so it'd be the last time we ever hear from Rebecca Kennedy (laughs) would be my earliest (laughs) If Allison Victoria Wolf was involved, <laughs> I think it might be the last time we ever talked to her. Um, hey, guys, I make movies, too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 
it's like, yeah, it could be bad. Let me know after you watch it if you'd like to audition for my next film. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so we'll we'll uh, spitball that one. We'll work on a little bit more. <laughs> certainly open to input on, on folks on that, but uh, certainly finding one of those cheesy 1950s, 1960s, uh, likely black and white fun uh, horror movies might be great. Or go with one of the classics like Creature of the Black Lagoon. Have to, again, we have to see kind of what's available in a, a fee-free environment on YouTube, but there's a ton, so... Cool. Well, we will start to could be good. anything that's available. Uh, Tubi is free. Evil Bong is actually on Tubi now, I believe. So that might that might be an option. I think I think our most scalable options YouTube, but we'll we'll play yeah, around with it uh, and we'll see. But you'll hear more from us on that as we start to figure out what we're going to do. We'll start talking about the date and the time. Start promoting it. It is really easy. Uh, simple instructions. You got to be able to read a clock and understand time zones. Get together. <laughs> Some uh, still struggled though. It it was a challenge for some, uh, and uh, but but it was fun. It was a fun way to go. You know, we miss since sci-fi has stepped away from doing as many of their original content, ridiculously silly science fiction movies. We've had to kind of get a little more creative, but maybe that maybe that's the Halloween thing, and then we'll we'll play around a little bit to see how we could make that content even more interesting to do. But Mike and I'll continue to work on that. We'll keep you posted. Uh, anything else for this week, sir? No, I think we hit everything. Uh, we we finally let the cat out of the bag that we had made this documentary that was number one on Amazon. After all this time that we just kind of pretended it wasn't there, it loomed over us, the elephant in the room. Yeah, and it wasn't easy for us. So hope you appreciate you know our, our willing to be vulnerable and share this information. But on that note, I think I'm just going to say thanks for listening, everybody. Thanks, everybody. Alright, I'm going to stop the broadcast.